Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. It takes way more energy for you to be a frowny face than it does for you to smile. And I am just so grateful. I know how Ronald Price coming to enjoy praise. I am just so grateful to be here yeah, with you. Yeah, Melissa says, take the worry off your face and just smile. Can I tell you something that I've recognized and I've realized more than anything that being worried or being consumed or being overwhelmed or being focused on the problem or being focused on the issue or being consumed by what's going on around you doesn't solve the problem anyway. The only thing that's going to solve the problem is the word of God. So if we spend so much time in this frowny state, then it controls our energy and everything that we are attached to. So we're getting ready to get started for today. Uh, do me a favor, share the video, put it in someone else's hands. Let me do a few shout outs this morning. Good morning. Hey, Paula. Hey, Olive. Hey, Tammy. How you doing? Hey, Candice. Hey, Deidre. Who if I see you? Miss you, woman of God. Hey, Melissa. How you doing this morning? Hey, Sasha. Hey, beautiful. Hey, Jamaica. Good morning to y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, it's a good, good Good, good morning. And I just believe in the power of the smile. Remember, we are talking about life in the spirit. And today we're going to talk about how the spirit helps us to overcome. How the spirit helps us to overcome. So let's get in alignment. Let's get in agreement. I'm praying today that you be overcome that you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony and you recognize and realize that through the word you can overcome every circumstance you can overcome every situation and I know someone is like you know what it doesn't look like I'm winning or overcoming right now but I'm telling you you can overcome you can overcome. Uh, if I told you all the testimony and all the things that I've been through in my life, you'd almost be in disbelief. And I would probably be the same for some of you. So I'm telling you this morning, you can <laughs> overcome. Come, I promise you, you can. My t-shirt is LA, California. Um, I lived in California until I was almost nine years old. So I'm a California, I always say I'm a California girl too. I was like, oh, I like this t-shirt. My mom got me this t-shirt. Um, so let's pray for overcoming. Let's pray that our eyes, the eyes of our understanding are awoke so we can overcome. I want to share a scripture with you Um first and then we're gonna pray it says um as i study the word of god it's a confession i confess every day it says i as i study the word of god i am becoming one with it i'm feeding upon it i'm hearing it and faith is coming to me and that's based on romans 10 17 to to, to Timothy and 2.15. And then something else I say, I agree with the witness of God. What he says I am, I am. And what he says I have, I have. What he says I can do, I can do. That's based on Philippians 4.13. And when I read those this morning over my life, I got so excited. 
I got so excited. I'm like, I agree with the witness of God. What he says I am, I am. What he says I have, I have. What he says I can do, I can do. And through his word, I can overcome. So I just declare today that we are overcomers and that we will not be moved by our circumstance or our situation. So will you join me in prayer? Um, I put these, I sent these out actually, um, through email. Um, I sent these all out. These were everyday confessions through email. It's Romans 10, 17, 2 Timothy 2, 15. And the other confession that I say is based on Philippians 4, 13. So Romans 10, 17, 2 Timothy 2, 15 and Philippians 4 and 13. And as I was saying it this morning, I was getting excited. I'm like, my God. I believe God, <laughs> you know, I act upon his word. This is what he says. I am. I am what he says. I have, I can have. And the more I study this word, the more I become one with it. And I thank you for that. Father, I'm becoming one with your word. I'm becoming one with your word, man. If you missed Bible study last night, if you're a lady, sorry, fellas, not, not your turn yet. If you're a lady and you miss ladies Bible study, Last night, you need to go in the group and you need to watch the Bible study. God just did something so dope for us. God just did something so dope for us in that Bible study. He was with us. He was teaching us how to conform his word, um, his heart, our word, hearts to his word. He was teaching us what another level of commitment is. And I'm just grateful for the God. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for a fresh anointing over our lives today. We thank you, Father God, just my God, that we are overcome. We are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. We cancel every assignment of the enemy over our life that has left us feeling in a less than state. And we declare and decree today by your word, we will overcome. We will rise to the top. We will no longer walk below. We are above. We are not beneath. We are the head. We are not the tail, Father God. We thank you as we labor in your field. You are giving us victories my God. You are Jehovah Gabor, the God of war, and you will go to war on our behalf, creating great victories on our behalf. You are the Lord, our banner, and we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We bless your name and praise you and magnify you and glorify you. And thank you, Father God, for the ability, will, and promotion, Father God, to overcome in Jesus' name, Lord God. We thank you that your word is the final and the only standard. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this day. We invite you into this covenant relationship. We invite you into this corporate relationship. We invite you amongst your people. I invite you in my house. And I thank you for giving me the ability to overcome, for giving them the, uh, us the ability to tread on serpents, to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, to lay hands on ourselves. My God, give us a new vision. Give us purpose. Give us clarity and give us wisdom. Let us be decision makers. Let us be sound and sound sound and of sound mind my god and operating in the mind of christ <sighs> thank you for our daily bread thank you for our daily walking you lord god we trust in you like never before 
In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you, Lord God. You are Lord over this day. So I want to get into Romans 8 today. We've been talking about life in the spirit. And the only way that you're going to overcome is through life in the spirit. Somebody say, I'm tired of living life in the flesh. Somebody say that. I'm tired of living life in the flesh. I'm tired of living life according to my carnal self. I'm tired of living life outside the spirit. And so today I'm making a decision to live life in the flesh. And so we're living on the upside of this thing or we're going to live in overcoming. And so we're going to get a little bit more into Romans today. I told you there are three significant things that we can learn in this chapter. One, that there's no condemnation. Two, that there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. And three, that we cannot be defeated. Jesus already bore our condemnation. So if Jesus already bore our condemnation, then why are we still living in condemnation? Why are we not living in, as overcoming? Why when a circumstance or a situation comes or presents itself, we, we spend time dwelling on it or we spend time rehearsing it or we spend time nursing it? Why aren't we dealing with it in our authority? We must not believe that we he was already bruised for our iniquities. He was already chastised for our peace. The punishment that was on him and by his wounds and his stripes, we are already healed. And so if he's already sealed this, if he's already freed us from this, then we shouldn't be walking in anything less than this. Romans 8, 5 and 8 says, those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. So that also includes us living in faith. Faith is how we live by the flesh. I need to tell you this story. I remember I, I, remember I was up teaching Bible study. And as I was up te teaching Bible study, I was at my cousin's church. And my uncle, who has been in ministry for probably 50, 60 years, my uncle Ulysses, was, uh, it was in the audience. And I was teaching and I was talking about areas in which I was still struggling with my flesh. And I remember he said something so significant. And I thought it was really impossible what he told me. But as I was studying this the other day, I finally got revelation and I'm like, I'm like my soul truth. And so we were talking about struggling with things and I made a, a conversation and somebody was talking about struggling with cussing, using curse words. And I was like, um, I get that sometimes we have things in us that still rise up. And my uncle interjected and he said something so powerful. He said, if you're still struggling in those areas, it's because the word of God isn't in you. The word of God isn't in you. And I looked over at him and I'm like, well, we all struggle, right? And I was, and I used some scripture and I'm like, well, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Or I said something, I said, well, Paul says we, um, I kill, I die daily. And he said, but what? And, and I finally got the revelation. What Paul was saying was he wasn't saying he wasn't giving permission to himself to live in his sinful or flesh state. He was saying that I make a choice 
to live according to the spirit versus living according to the flesh. And so if we're struggling with those areas and we don't understand we overcome in those areas, then the solution becomes life in the spirit. If you're struggling with fear, doubt, and patience, then it's life in the spirit and not according to your flesh. Then we know without a doubt, you got to do what? Put more word in the area where fear is concerned, where doubt is a patience. I need to tell you something. Does it, when we just make the decision that we need to die to the flesh, first Corinthians 15 31, it says, I affirm brethren by the boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus, our Lord, I die daily. That's what Paul was saying is I'm making a decision every day to live life in the spirit. Can I tell you something significant that will help you in this? It's making a decision to slow down. We move so fast. We move so quickly. We always feel like we have to have the right answer. And the Lord is simply saying, if you'll slow down and you'll allow the word to work in you, then it'll be less easy for you to respond in your flesh than it will be able to. And then you'll overcome in the spirit because the word will begin to bubble up in and out of you. Um, if I put pressure on you, if I drop the hammer on your thumb, then whatever's in you is what's going to come out. Well, whatever's in you means that and comes out is evidence that the, there's not enough word for you in this evening. So I'm just telling you, it means we're not talking about just dying to the flesh. We're not talking about just sin. We're talking about making a conscious, oh, excuse me, making a conscious decision to live life in the spirit and not life in the flesh. I need to share this with you, but you do not have the capacity to overcome this in your own strength. I'm just going to tell you that. I think that's one of mistake. That's a mistake that we make right now. We don't have the capacity to overcome this in our own strength. We don't have the capacity. So can I show you something? Thank you, Lord, because this isn't about mental sense. So I'm going to show you something. I've been tested all week. I'm just going to tell you this. I've had all kinds of tests coming in all week. And so this is something that I do when a thought, a thought enters my mind and I know it's not pleasing and I know it's not of good report and I know it's not of the Lord and I know it's anxiety and I know it's fear. I don't allow that to linger long. I cannot afford to. And so what I say is, okay, <laughs> I, I recognize Fear is trying to come upon me. God did not give me the spirit of fear. He gave me power of love and of sound mind. Satan, I resist you in the name of Jesus. I resist you in the name of Jesus, right? And you, and, and the word says that if I resist you, then you have to flee. And if the thought comes right back up, then I do it again. You cannot overcome this in your own strength. You cannot try to zone it out. Uh, and when we try to do it in our own strength, we'll try to do different things or we might watch TV or we might try to mentally stay, uh, ascend to the word. Another thing I do is if I'm struggling with something, I ask I, something happened the other day and I'm just going to be honest. Um, it was trying to set me off because somebody came at me wrongly and I was I was, I caught myself and they came at me wrongly and I had to sit and listen to them and they were just kind of talking to me any kind of way. And I was just sitting there and I was kept, I was having to capture my thoughts at the same time that they were talking to me absolutely any 
kind of way. Now, mind you this, they're attacking me. Oh, they're, they're, they're talking to me. Enemy is trying to magnify it. All of this is happening at the same time. But I had to slow myself down. I had to say to the Lord, Jesus, give me your holiness. I had to say to myself, I have the mind of Christ, right? This is how you overcome life in the spirit. I had to put myself in the position and remind myself what the word said. You can't overcome this in your own strength. You cannot overcome this in your own strength. You, you cannot overcome this in your, you don't have the capacity to. The mind is the strategic battleground in which the flesh and the spirit fight. <laughs> the mind is the battleground. The flesh and the spirit fight in your mind. And if you don't understand that the flesh and spirit is fighting in your mind, you, you're, you're going to do this. It's not, no, Paula, it's not even about tuning them out. I'm not tuning them out. I'm tuning God in because I still need to hear what they're saying because they still feel that way. They feel the way they feel. It doesn't justify their behavior. It doesn't justify their actions, but they still feel what they feel, they still feel that they still have their feelings. They still have their emotions. So I'm not tuning them out because I need to be able to respond to the situation because this is one of my, this is a necessary relationship on me. I'm just tuning God in, asking the Holy Spirit to give me the words and the revelations and the right things to say and the right, right, right way to respond. Our, our our spirits have been filtered and polluted with so many different things that the Holy Spirit will um, has not been allowed to govern our day, to govern our thoughts, to govern our minds. And so we'll try, see, tuning them out. I'm just going to be honest with you. Tuning a person out is how we handle it in our flesh. Tuning in the Holy Spirit is how we handle it by our spirit. Tuning in the Holy Spirit is asking the Holy Spirit, what are they trying to say in this conversation? This is good, Lord. Thank you for this. What are they trying to say in this conversation? What is really going on here? Putting me in. Jesus, let me hear what they're saying. What is the real problem here? Lord, give me the words to say in this conversation. Father, how am I to respond? It's tuning into the spirit and tuning into the word. So you don't want to just tune, you don't want to tune them out because you need to hear what they have to say, especially if it's something you need to deal with it. The mind is the strategic battleground in which the flesh and the spirit fight. So when you're warring in your flesh and you're warring in your spirit, it's happening in your mind. <laughs> it's happening in your mind because your mind, your mind is that battleground. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. <laughs> You're this, this pleasing and perfect will. So you have to, um, you have to breathe. That's why I says, I keep saying slow down. You have to breathe. You have to breathe slow. You have to respond in conversation slow. A lot of us don't know active listening. A, a lot of us don't pay attention to what we really read. Most of us are so in, uh, interested in letting us just come 
conversate and just respond, respond. We're not even listening for content and what's going on. We're listening to respond. Most of us are listening to respond. Most of us are listening to just say something. Most of us uh, aren't even, somebody can send us a text and we may read the first and the third line. We're not even reading all what the text said. And then we don't pull back enough to go, okay, what's going on here? Um, Holy Spirit, give me the wisdom. And I know it's hard when you're being attacked. I know it's hard when you're being attacked. I know it's hard when something is coming at you quickly. But can I tell you something? When you've been grooming yourself, come on, Holy Ghost. When you've been grooming yourself spiritually, when you've been grooming yourself spiritually, when you've been putting yourself in position, when you've been spending some time in the word, when you've been spending time in prayer, when you've been praying in the spirit, then your maturity will come in. And the reason that your maturity is going to come in is because you've been spending your time in the word transforming, renewing your mind to the way Christ would respond to a situation. Does this make sense? And so then I'm not responding to the situation as I would respond, right? I'm responding to the situation as Christ would respond. Well, how do I know what how Christ responds? Well, I know that Christ responds the way that he does is because this is what the word says about this situation. Slowing down is so important, especially in our relationships. So then we can be led by the spirit and we can overcome any situation. The enemy loves to come in like a flood. So I've been flooded out before. I want to share this with you. And then we're going to pray and get out of here. Our home was flooded out in 2009. And when the when we were flooded out in 2009, the water came in quickly, right? We had, it was October that, my God, thank you, Lord. I was October and we had had rain for weeks. We had had rain for weeks. I was November, December. I was seven and a half months pregnant and I was big and pregnant. I had just had a baby shower. We were at home. I had just fixed dinner for the boys, right? I just fixed dinner for the boys. My husband, we were all at the table. We were eating and the boys noticed some water. They were like, where's this water coming from? Well, we didn't even know what was going on outside. It was raining really bad. It was raining really big. It was just a little bit of water on the floor. It was just a little bit of water on the floor. In a matter of seconds, it went from a little water on the floor to, well, I am tall. Most of you who have never met me in person probably don't know how tall I am. I'm almost six feet. We, there was a little bit of water on the floor and it went from a little bit of water on the floor in a matter of seconds, right? In a matter of seconds, the water was up at my knee and we live in the country so my husband became immediate concerned because he was like oh my gosh you're here the kids here you're pregnant there could be snakes in the water there could be whatever you you feel me and so the enemy comes in like that he comes in like a flood he comes in super quickly well the spirit of the lord or the word has to be the standard the spirit of the lord or the word has to be the standard we have to be moving slow we had to move uh, in a direction in which it was too quick and i remember i was telling the boys get the baby stuff throw it on top of the bed 
trying to process this thing out. And my husband was like, I need you to get to the car quickly. But, and so we had to make decisions under pressure. You understand what I'm saying? We had to make decisions under pressure. The enemy comes so that the battle becomes in your mind and you don't know how to make a decision under pressure. You don't know how to make a decision under pressure. Well, if the word is in you and the spirit is in you, then the word is going to raise up a standard. The word is going to raise up a standard in which we are led in God by the spirit. So I need to give you these three things. I told you that when the Holy Spirit leads us, it leads us by three things. We are led by guidance. We are led by guidance. And guidance means the act of guiding, direction, government, a leading, right? And if we submit to guidance, we're going to walk in age and wisdom. If we submit to his guidance, if we allow him to guide our thoughts, if we allow him to guide our conversations, if we allow him to guide what we're saying, then what's going to come with that is aid, age and wisdom. There's going to be wisdom that comes with that. Leading, conducting, directing, superintending you, putting you in position and superintending. When we're led by guidance, when we allow him to direct us, then guess what you get? The benefit of it is you're going to get a guidance for ages and you're going to get a wisdom. The next way the Holy Spirit leads us is by drawing. He's pulling, hauling, attracting you to certain things. Well, if we moving so quickly, uh, we moving so fast, we're not going to be drawn correctly. We're going to be drawn to the whole thing. The enemy was trying to draw me one way in the conversation and the Holy Spirit was leading me into a completely different correction. The Holy Spirit was like, nope, we're not spending a lot of time on what this person said. Second, also, when we cooperate with his leading, he begins to lead us more and more because we've recognized he's dwelling in us. That's how we overcome by life in the spirit. And people are like, you can't do this. I'm telling you, you can't do this in your flesh because your flesh is going to teach you to rebuttal. Your flesh is going to have you mad. Your flesh is going to have you angry. Your flesh is going to have you upset. Your flesh is going to have you respond to the same way that it's already been responding. So if a situation presents itself, right? If it's, I don't care what the pressure, pressure of the situation is. To overcome the situation is going to be by the spirit. He's going to guide me. He's trying to guide me. He's going to draw me. He's going to give me age and wisdom. He's going to give me guidance for ages and wisdom when I allow him to try to, to guide me. He's going to lead me. He's going to direct me. And when I feel the pulling, attracting, but I cannot do this if I'm heightened, if I'm upset, if I'm overwhelmed, I'm telling you, God, I used to not be calm. I used to respond to every situation. I used to always feel like I had something to say. I used to always feel like I had to have an answer. A lot of times, and this isn't even necessarily for something bad. A lot of times I'm real slow in my, in my speech. I'm real calm. And the only way that I've become this is because of the word. Yes, the flesh does love for you to be offended because he wants you to disconnect. He wants you to be offended and upset by relationships. He wants you to be over consumed. Years ago, I started saying something and I meant it and I pretty much live in it. And the words that I would say was, uh, people would be like, oh, I don't mean to offend you. And I would say, you can't offend me. 
You can't offend me because I choose not to get offended. You can't offend me. And people would look at me like, what? So you don't even have to start your statement with, I don't mean to offend you. You can't offend me. You, you can't offend me. It's a choice. And I make the choice and decision for you to offend you, offend me. And I'm not going to allow you to offend me. And I stand in that. So you can't offend me. You can't bring me offense because I'm not going to accept offense in my life because I know what offense brings in my life. I made a decision. I'm not going to be offended. I'm overcoming by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. And I'm testifying that I'm not going to be offended. <laughs> I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I'm not going to be consumed. I'm not going, I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to make a choice. I'm making a choice and decision. I'm going to walk in love. I'm making a choice and decision. I'm going to choose to see you the way Jesus sends you, sees you. And then I'm going to find this and apply this in the word. But it goes back there again to the renewing of our mind. Well, that's it. My God, thank you for that. Holy Spirit led by guidance, right? We're going to act. He leads us by guiding us. He leads us by drawing us. And then as we cooperate with him, right? Cooperation me gives us more leading and more guidance. <laughs> no more leading and more guidance. Man, that's it. That's it, Jessica. Choice to take offense and then we reject the offense. You you got to choose. You got I'm I'm choosing not to be upset, right? I'm choosing not to be upset. We got to make choices to overcome. A lot of times we think we don't have a choice in overcoming. You have a choice to overcome. I'm going to choose to walk in love. I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to live above this circumstance. I'm going to choose to keep my mouth off people. If you know you've been struggling areas, you better start making some decisions and some choices. I'm going to choose prosperity. I'm not going to live in brokenness. I'm choosing these things. I'm choosing to have healthy relationships. That's how you overcome. I'm making a choice and a decision. When we talked about breaking generational curses. I'm choosing to live abundant life. I'm choosing to walk in health. We're not victims. We're not victims. We're not victims. You have every authority that you need in the word. I told you at the beginning, what did I say? It says, as I study the word of God, I'm becoming one with it. I'm feeding upon it. I'm hearing it. And faith is coming to me. I agree with the witness of God. What he says I am, I am. What he says I have, I have. What he says I can do, I can do. Yeah, woman of God, you got to choose. You got to make some choice. And it says this, choose you this day who you going to serve. Choose who you going to serve. Are you going to serve your flesh? Or are you going to serve your spirit? Choose this day who you're going to serve. Choose this day to operate in the flesh versus the spirit. Choose this day to invite the Holy Spirit in. Choose this day to allow the word of God to leave you. Choose this day. You make the choice. That's how you overcome. You choose to live in the life of the spirit. You make a decision. This is the choice. And then your actions have to line up with what you choose. 
If gossiping has been your problem, I'm choosing not to gossip. I'm going to make a decision. I'm choosing not to gossip. And then you invite the Holy Spirit in. Holy Spirit, help me so that I don't gossip. Show me the scripture and the word to put in my life and to put in my mouth. Instead of making a decision to gossip, I'm going to choose the word to speak blessings. I'm going to choose the word to speak blessings. I'm going to speak positively. Some of y'all been living in such a negative state because you've chosen to. And you've chosen to. You don't even realize you have the choice to come out of this. Well, I love y'all. That's it for today. I love y'all. I love you. I hope today that you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony and that you testify what the word says, that you testify what the word says, that you make a decision today to testify, to live by the spirit and what the word say. No, I'm choosing to live by the Holy Spirit. Y'all do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God in you and through you. Father, we thank you today that we will not be wise in our own eyes. My God, we thank you today that we will not be wise in our own eyes, that we will trust to walk in your truth, that we will trust to walk in your wisdom, your understanding, and we will be led by the Holy Spirit. We'll be guided by the Holy Spirit so that we can have guidance for ages and wisdom for ages. Let the law of kindness be upon our tongue. Let gentleness be evidence that you are near. Let us make right choices and right decisions to let the spirit lead our lives instead of resisting it in our flesh. We thank you, Lord God, that our mind is no longer the battlefield. My God, we thank you. We are renewing our mind daily, every minute, every second, and we will trust your word above this world system, Father God. We thank you today. We walk in the ability and the authority and power to overcome in Jesus name. Amen. I love y'all so much. I love you. I love you. I'm overcoming. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.